Hello and welcome to your weekly episode with the Grocery Guru. This is episode 38 and we are here with that guru, Andrew Grant. Andrew, how are you? Good morning. Now, Andrew, I know that the market shares have just been published and you've got a unique take on what you think is happening. I'm not sure about unique, unique take, but yeah, we always we always wait for the Kantar data that comes out 20-ish of every month of every month because I think it's the most comprehensive um, view of what's happening in the market. And we've covered it. I think we've covered it maybe two or three times since the the pandemic started. Um, and yeah, there's some subtleties in the figures for me. Um, I mean, overall. You know, total multiples are still up 11% on two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So as we as we said a few episodes ago, you know, with the pandemic technically ending, um, you know, people are going to go back out to pubs and restaurants. They're not going to do as much home shopping. And therefore, you know, the, the, the multiples are probably in for a fairly rough ride during the summer. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a rough ride, maybe a few little bumps. I mean, you know, they're down 4.6% on the year. Tesco down 3.7, Sainsbury's down 3. Um, so, yeah, it's probably not too bad. They probably expected worse. So let me just put that back in people's heads. So year on two years ago, for the last, what, we 12 weeks to 23rd of July, the multiples are up 11%. That's right, isn't it? On two years ago. So on two years yeah. ago. So up eleven percent, but on a year ago they're down five percent, give or take. Yeah. Okay. And obviously a year ago was the you know the, the peak of the pandemic. Yeah. Um so yeah, more, more people if you take a two-year view, you know, the, the grocers have been really successful at you know riding this pandemic. Um but within the numbers, a few interesting things. Um co-op in Iceland are the worst performers. Um, not surprisingly, you know, a co-op is on every street corner. Um, they don't have many big superstores. So they were the big winners of the pandemic, pandemic when people just literally didn't want to shop at a big store where there were loads of other people who could potentially pass on the virus. They popped to the local co-op. So I, I, and to a lesser extent, I guess Iceland being sort of city centre or town centre location. So I can understand why co-op figures don't look brilliant although they're still up double digit on two years ago so they're up 12 um, on two years but they're down 15 yeah. percent year on year okay. yeah. Okay. yeah um but what's interesting for me is i think a little bit of the slightest start of some blue water between tesco and sainsbury's and asda and morrison's is starting to appear so aldi and little have come back um you know they're they're flat on last year mm -hmm. Yep. So probably something in there about they don't have home shopping and home shopping is down. I forget the numbers. You may have had more to hand. Oh, yeah. So online groceries dropped by 2.6%. Yeah. So I think Aldi and Little have picked that up. Um, so Aldi and Little flat. Tesco and Sainsbury's doing really well. I mean, Tesco to put on 0.4 points of market share is almost unheard of in the last 10 years. Um, but Asda losing market share, as are Morrison's, um, and twice the decline of Tesco and Sainsbury's on a year. So we've got Tesco hitting the high of 27% market share. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. They're doing well. Yeah. And you think they're stealing that predominantly from Asda and Morrisons? No, no, actually. Um, I think it's a bit more complex than that. I think Tesco in particular, and we've said it before, I've found a way to neutralise Aldi and Lidl. Okay, right. Yeah, their, their price match campaign, their single, uh, their club card promotions, are, I think are fantastic, are fantastic value. Yeah. Um, I think Tesco, and to a, a similar extent, Sainsbury's, have found a way to stop the bleed of shoppers to Aldi and Lidl. I don't think Asda and to some extent Morrison's have. Okay. So I think the Aldi and Lidl bounce back is partly to the fact that less people are doing home shopping. Um, but they, that home shopping could be stealing from Asda and Morrison's rather than Tesco and Sainsbury's. It could be. And as you said, so online, people are doing less online. They're going back to bricks and mortar shopping. Um, yeah. I read something in here that said, uh, let's have a look. Uh, still 13% of the market, though. Yes, it is. It is. It's still huge. Yeah. So it hit, I think it hit 18, didn't it, at the peak of the pandemic? And I think one of the grocers reported 20-odd percent online sales. Yeah. But 13 is still double what it was two years ago. It is very true. Um, so it's pretty serious and, and, you know, yeah, just to bring the online thing into focus, um, you know, Ocado's growth, you know, on two years ago, up 50%. I mean, absolutely flying. Um, so as long as they can stop their robots fighting with each other, they're probably doing pretty well. You're referring to the fire between the robots at a depot recently, aren't you? I just find it so funny that six robots decided to gang up on each other and have a big fist fight in the middle of the warehouse. Robo Wars. Ocado Robo yeah. Wars. Maybe they want to start that. Maybe it'll um, catch on. I used to like that. Um, so, yeah, so I think, that, I think it's quite an interesting time to look at what's happening in the market because obviously, you know, pandemic technically over. Um, obviously this week there's all these problems of, you know, shop workers and depot workers and drivers being pinged. And I, I think that's short term blip. Um, but going into the autumn, yeah, I think there's some interesting stuff going on here because I think Tesco and Sainz is very well set. Asda and Morrison's, you know, Asda recently been taken over. Mm -hmm. um, that always causes problems. So have they, is their eye off the ball and is that going to cause longer term problems? And obviously Morrison's right in the middle of a bidding battle. That's guaranteed to take your eye off the ball. So I think Asda and Morrison's are the ones to watch through the autumn and in terms of will they struggle. Um, Aldi and Little doing pretty, I think will continue to do well. Um, Anacardo steamrolling, you know, steamrolling on. So um, interesting, interesting to watch Asda and Morrison's over the next six months, I think. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Seen it here. What other um, nuggets have you got from the Kantai data? Um, I think that was the only other one we haven't mentioned is, is Waitrose. Um, yeah, Waitrose picking up again. Um, I think their customers, it might be a complete generalization, but you know, I think generally their customers slightly older profile, probably more wary of shopping um, during the pandemic. Yeah. So I think Waitrose probably hit harder. Um, but, you know, still their two-year growth is, 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 is the same as the others. Um, 
but their one-year growth is better. So, you know, maybe, maybe Waitrose are starting to um, uh, become a bit of a star. And I did read, um, was it last week? Yeah, that, is it John Lewis and Waitrose are going to start building their own flats and houses and you'll have um, built-in Waitrose food cabinets and all this sort of stuff. And also there was the departure, I think it was six months ago now, of the commercial director at Waitrose, Rupert Thomas, who I think yeah. was chief commercial officer at Fulton and Mason, I think. Okay. So okay. He's moved there, so maybe that's bringing some changes as well. The only other thing yeah. I picked up that I thought was useful was the Morrisons still, still doing very well with um, counters. Obviously, most retailers are cutting back on counters, and Morrisons must be picking that up to some extent. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is sort of their USP and always has been, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, an interesting month to review that Cantar data. We'll, we'll see what, um, what August brings. Okay, okay. All right, Andrew, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye. Bye.